So, there's a fine line between being someone who is starving and being a drug addict who likes gay sex. Who goes to Vegas with a bad back? You go to Vegas with your balls full of cum. Oh, where, where are you off to today? And it's like, I'm going to Vegas to go fuck your mom. Want to give me my ID back? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friend? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing. And if you're not, hey, 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 it's okay. That is a-okay. But listen, get your shit together. All right, fuckface. Get your shit together. Do what you're supposed to be doing. You already know what you're supposed to be doing. You're not some idiot lost in the world. You're a very bright individual. Sometimes you just get caught up in the the nonsense and the rat race that our society is. But you know what you got to be doing to making yourself feel good, you know? So just do it. So just do those things and quit making excuses for yourself. That's all. October's winding down. 2022 almost coming to an end. What the fuck are you doing with yourself? Get it together, people. Get it the fuck together. Hey, got some shows coming up for you. I'll be in Panama City this weekend, October 28th and the 29th at Library on Beck. Okay? Come say hey. Come get the jokes down in Panama City. Next weekend, November 4th and 5th, I'll be at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio with my good buddy Aaron Weber doing some clean comedy up there. Sunday the 6th, Summit City Comedy in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And then the weekend after that, the 12th, I'll be at the Comet in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then winding down the thing before fucking Thanksgiving, the 18th and the 19th of November, St. Paul, Minnesota at Laugh Camp Comedy. That also with Aaron Weber doing some uh, Colleen comedy, baby. JoeKellyComedy.com has all the upcoming dates. I plan on doing some shit in uh, Detroit and Flint sometime in December. Not exactly sure when, but I'll get those dates to you. And uh, that's all that's coming up right now, people. We're busy up until the holidays. I'm sorry I missed you last week. It was chaos. Absolute chaos. Doing shows. Getting back. Had a lot of things going on. So my apologies uh, on not doing a podcast last week. I got all sorts of hate mail and death threats because I didn't do my podcast last week. But I'm sorry. And thank you for sparing my life for uh, not doing this last week. Just been busy, man. How have you been? What you been up to? What's been going on with you? I have been exhausted, but things are good, you know? Comedy-wise, things are cooking for me right now, people. And it's all because of you. You guys keep me motivated to keep pushing. And uh, I don't know what's going on, but somehow I got 20,000 followers on Facebook now. So that's good. That's valuable somehow. I don't know exactly how, but it means something in this business of comedy. So it's because of you, because of you loyal podcast listeners that keep me going, that keep me pushing to hopefully achieve great things to be able to provide for my family one day. So thank you for that. But it's just been busy, man. I'm sorry I missed you. Just had some shit going on. It was in uh, Las Vegas this past weekend, but two weekends ago, the week when I missed the podcast, we were uh, in Chicago and then Milwaukee and as well as Davenport, Iowa. So it was a very long weekend, but uh, it was a, 
It's just so interesting. The the whole goal in doing this comedy thing, this little journey that I'm on has been like, oh, I just want to be out at clubs every weekend, you know, and that would be great. And that's kind of what I've been doing with Aaron a little bit. Uh, but as soon as, but then life hits you too, you know, you forget about all that shit. Because for some reason, when comedy, when everything was shut down and comedy slow, life doesn't seem to be going on. But as soon as comedy starts to pick up, life starts to pick up. So it's Thursday morning. We're going up to Chicago. Aaron wants to stop to get an oil change. And uh, my sister gives me a call. And usually if it's early in the morning, that's usually not a good sign. <laughs> and it wasn't, you know what I mean? Uh, so Thursday, we're getting on the road to Chicago. I get a call around 7, 7.30. My sister letting me know that my grandmother has had a heart attack. Now, before you become a little bitch on me, before you become a pussy, go, oh, Joe, that's terrible. That's, she's fine, okay? <laughs> she's totally fine. But, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was an interesting call to get to, especially because it was such a, a, big, a big weekend that we were about to head out to. You know, it was like Thursday we left Thursday and didn't get back until early Tuesday afternoon. So it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It was about almost a week, about six, five, six days of traveling, driving around. Uh, but yeah, grandma's okay. She's totally fine. They, uh, they, I guess she caught it early enough, had surgery and all that shit. But uh, yeah, it was not, uh, wasn't the best of news in the morning, you know, but um you just take it with stride. You know what I mean? I wasn't, what am I going to worry about her dying when she's not dead yet? You know what I mean? Like, what, what was the point in me worrying? So I just let Aaron know. It's like, hey, I might get some news here uh, later today or tomorrow where I might have to dip out on this weekend because that is what it is. You know what I mean? I can't be fucking, fucking around in Chicago and Milwaukee when my grandma's not doing well or whatever, but she's fine. She made it through. They gave her a little surgery. Stubborn ass lady. I figured that's what would, that would be the case. You know what I mean? She don't listen to nobody. So if someone's telling her she's dead, she's going to fucking go, nah, I don't think so. Just because she is that way. Trying to rip her IVs out at the fucking hospital and shit and trying to leave. She's a crazy old person. Stubborn as hell, you know? Stubborn as a motherfucker. But she's all good. She's all good. It definitely gave me some uh, food for thought about like, oh man, you know, and it's all, I don't know. Like, do you want to have a heart attack when you're almost fucking 90? And it's like, I don't really care at that point. Who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's where it's like, dude, I got immediately. I'm like, well, I better start, you know, I better just eat all vegetables now and better be taking more vitamins and you know, all this and that. And maybe you should just do that anyway. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if worrying about a heart attack when you're 80 is something you should be, it's something that should be consuming your daily existence. You know what I mean? Unless you, I mean, coming from my family, I probably should, I do, I do a little bit to take care of myself. I should probably do better though. You know, thinking about it. A lot of people in my family have been sick and died. My uncle lost both of his legs. He had kidney failure. He's dead. My other grandma, she died. She had cancer, tumors, all sorts of shit. Never smoked or anything like that. My dad's had cancer a couple times. My uncle, my other uncle's been real sick. My grandma's having a heart attack. My other grandma had a pacemaker. A lot of the, <laughs> and like heart disease, it's just mostly hereditary, right? But listen, there's going to come a day where your old pal Joe ain't going to be around here anymore. And that's just part of life. 
but I'm 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 never I was never here to begin with, and I'll never be gone either way. You know, it's the memory, the thought, the good times that keep the the spirit alive. You know, when the wind's blowing, that's just grandma. That's just me. That's everybody you've ever met. Just checking in with you. Just saying, hey, that's all we're doing. So there's no reason to worry about death because life is simply an illusion, you know. But I'm glad my grandma is still not dead. Mostly, I love her to death. I've been having great conversations with her, but mostly for the rest of my family. You know what I mean? Like once, once (laughs) once she's out of the hospital, and fine, you know what I mean? She's at home now. She's kicking it. They got her on some medicines, all that shit. I call my mom, and my mom is still, like, freaking out. And it's like, why are you living in this this state of panic? I understand that maybe I take a different approach to hard times in life than a lot of other people, you know, as far as just the chill kind of aspect, you know. Because that's even what I told Aaron. Like, I feel like... I feel like most people would get a little bit hyped up. Like, oh, my grandma had a heart attack, blah, blah, blah. But it's like freaking out ain't going to do a goddamn thing for anybody, especially for me, you know. So it's like, okay, she had a heart attack. She's in for surgery. Let's just play it by ear. There ain't no sense in going, oh, gosh, she's already dead. Oh, just living in that world of, I don't know, that state of chaos or whatever it is. But calling my mom, you calling my mom, you would have thought that my grandma died, even though she was already at home and fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, what are you, why are you doing this to yourself? You're acting like she died when she's at home fine now. Like, enjoy it. Relax. It's okay. You know, but anyway, it's all irrelevant. It's all irrelevant. We're here for a moment. We're not here. We're just pretending to be here. But we'll never be gone either. We're always together. Every last one of us. You and I. Everyone you've ever loved. Everyone who's ever betrayed you too. They're with you too. You know what I mean? It's all part of it. We're all doing this thing together. We all come from the same shit. We are, we all, we are all, if I cannot stutter, so we are all one, ladies and gentlemen. So that's all. That was just a week, an interesting trip. Then went to Vegas this past weekend. Didn't do much of anything. Got in Friday, uh, got a massage. Apparently someone who listens to Aaron's podcast owns a massage place. Didn't even get jerked off, man. Like, Aaron's like, hey, when we go out to Vegas, somebody who listens to the podcast wants to give us a massage. And I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I would love to get jerked off in Vegas. But immediately he's like, no, I need that kind of massage. And it's like, well, why the fuck are we even doing it? You know what I mean? Yeah, my back's a little bit sore, but like, I want to come. You understand? Who goes to Vegas with a bad back? You go to Vegas with your balls full of cum. That's the only reason I went. And then here, back in Nashville, still full of cum. Believe that kind of bullshit? I figured I'd be coming a whole bunch in Vegas, but we didn't. I I can only speak for myself. (laughs) I didn't come but once in Vegas. Not even once. It was uh, was still a good trip. We just did the shows, and it's just so, again, just a chaotic weekend. Got in Friday. Time's all fucked up. Left Sunday morning. What a fucking nightmare the Las Vegas airport is. I've never seen a less efficient airport. Not that I've been to a ton, but people. I don't, the TSA thing at this point is, is a sham. It is a complete charade. It is a show. And I don't understand why we are still tolerating this. You know what I mean? What do they do? What does, what does the TSA do? 
Have they found any bombs since 9-11? Can someone, if, maybe they have and I just didn't hear about it. But you would think that these people are finding bombs or something every day. But it just seems like what they do is just make people dump out their water. I haven't seen anybody get pulled aside and be like, oh, they got weapons and bombs and all that shit. But I do see people going, hey, you can't bring that water on here. You got to go dump that water in the trash can. And it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? In Vegas, for some reason, we our flight was at 6.15, some shit like that. You know what I mean? So we got there. We probably should have got there at fucking 4 a.m., it seemed like. But we got there around 5.30, 5.20. And hundreds of people just standing in line to go through the TSA, right? Hundreds of people, very, very early in the morning. And we're pushing that flight time. But for some reason, for some reason, 600 people in a line, today's the day they're like, we're good. we got to train a dog. We're training a dog. And it's like, what are we training this dog for? You know what I mean? Do it. Maybe now is not the best time to be doing it when you got hundreds of people almost missing flights. I'm sure some people did. I cut it very close. We're supposed to be, I'm supposed to be in the first boarding group for the airplane, but like fucking by the time I got through the security in Vegas, dude, there were four seats left on the plane on a full flight. You know what I mean? So they had us fucking push it, but I just didn't. It's like, why are we doing this? What is this dog finding? You know what I mean? Are they finding bombs? Are they going, hey, you can't bring your weed on the plane? Is that what we're doing, people? And then they're running the bags through the little fucking uh, x-ray thing. There's nobody watching the fucking thing, people. I swear to God. They got everybody lining up two by two so they can walk by this dog so they can go, hey, we're training this fucking dog. And then you put your bags through the, and I, again, I don't know what the dogs are finding. And then you put your bags through the x-ray machine and there were no, there was nobody behind there looking at the fucking screen. And for some reason, I barely made my flight. What are we doing? What is this? Why is anybody still tolerating it? Have they found, I should look that up real quick. Has the TSA saved anybody? Because it certainly doesn't seem like it. To me, they, it's, it's mall cops, Right. There's security guards with blue shirts that just want to go, oh, where, where are you off to today? And it's like, I'm going to Vegas to go fuck your mom. Want to give me my ID back? Okay, great. You fucking asshole. Has the TSA ever stopped a terrorist? Let's see. Loaded handgun stopped by TSA in 2018. That could have been an accident. Who cares? TSA stops local man from bringing loaded gun on his flight. That was in 2021. <sighs> Again. Okay, so you found somebody with a gun. Some people just bring guns with them. You know what I mean? Tennessee, open carry is legal. Concealed carry is legal. I don't even believe you need a permit to carry a gun in the state of Tennessee anymore. As long as it is registered. Even if it's not registered, you know what I mean? You're a criminal. Who cares? <laughs> but as long as your gun is registered, I believe you can have it concealed carry or open carry and not have to have a license for it. So what is the TSA doing? Other than just causing a hassle, other than just, other than them just fucking with us, other than them making us pour out our water, you know what I mean? How come I got to pour out my water, but the fat guy who was hawking loogies the whole time 
can bring uh, bag of Cheetos, open bag of Cheetos, by the way, uh, three bananas, four oranges, and whatever else the fuck he had, you know. How come I can't, how come I got to dump out some water? You know why? So the airport can make fucking $47 on a bottle of water. It's all a scam, people. I was never, and I, the TSA has never been fun, but the one in Vegas was just like, this is super incredibly inefficient and ineffective. What are we doing? What are we doing? The first thing that pops up on, if you search, has the TSA ever stopped a terrorist? They don't say, yeah, we got one. There's none. There's none. They stopped a couple people who had guns and, you know. It's just so fucking pointless. I've never been so irritated. And I don't understand what the point of the dog was. They haven't found anything. They found absolutely nothing. Haven't stopped a goddamn thing. You know what I mean? You would think that after... It's been over 20 years since... When did the TSA start? Shortly after 9-11-2001, I assume. 20 years. Ain't found a goddamn thing. What are we doing, people? I don't know. Just irritating. That's all. Fuck them. Fuck the TSA. They're useless. They're pointless. They do nothing. They do nothing but make you dump out your water in hopes that you spend too much money on a bottle in the airport. And it's like thinking about it, realistically, realistically, <laughs> I don't even know if I should be saying this, but this is my idea for a movie. We'll just say it that way so maybe you don't get in trouble. I don't fucking know. But like, if you, if the point of a, if the purpose of a terrorist is to cause terror and just chaos and destruction, right, you don't need to get on the plane to do that. You could get in line with the TSA and cause so much damage and chaos. You know what I mean? You don't even need to be. You could get. <laughs> you could get into an airport with a bomb and you could you couldn't get past security, I don't think. But you could, especially in Vegas, where it's like, okay, here's at least four or five hundred people waiting in line i'm waiting in line too with my bomb you just set it off and then you kill a bunch of people you blow up the airport you know what i mean they're not protecting us from anything it's just to hassle us and to look at our naked sexy bodies which you can you can't be mad at somebody for that for wanting to look at some titties and some ass and some sweet dicks all day you know what i mean these fucking nerds that go home and jerk off with uh I don't know, glaze from their donuts. They eat donuts all day, the TSA, and then they don't wash their hands and they rub their dicks when they get home. Fucking losers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just obnoxious. Anyway, what's been going on in the world, people? What's been going There was the Kanye West. He was on the TV talking about something. I don't know what. Uh, did anybody famous die that I'm unaware of? Been really haven't paid a bit of attention. There has been some climate protests going on at art galleries over in Europe. I believe there was one in Great Britain, and then there was one in uh, Germany, I believe. Or maybe they wasn't in Germany, but they were German protesters. What these protesters are doing, I believe they're climate change protesters. They want to save the earth, and uh, they don't want people to starve or be hungry or be cold. 
and they don't think fossil fuels are a good uh, a good thing for the future of this planet. Now, there's nothing wrong with those ideas. People should not be hungry, and people should have food, and people should not be cold. Fossil fuels, I'm not bright enough to know exactly how bad they're destroying the planet. Some people think we're dying tomorrow because of it, and other people think we're going to be fine, and it's all some scam. I don't know what to believe. I'm not that smart. But I do know a thing or two about proving a point. (laughs) These climate climate change people seem to not be doing a very good job. Um, The first one's in, in, I think it was in Great Britain or something like that. They threw a can of soup on a painting. I can't remember what kind of painting it was. But they're like, we're going to throw soup on this uh, painting and then let you know that sea levels are rising and you go okay okay <clears throat> i think the the i think the grander point that they're trying to make is nobody should care about valuable art when people are hungry and starving which i understand I'm paying millions of dollars for something somebody drew while people are starving to death you know that's just the world we live in should those people get some food, sure. But also, the thing is, you could have gave the hungry people the can of soup you wasted. You understand? The German ones, what they did, these German protesters, they uh, they threw mashed potatoes on a painting. But the painting was behind glass, so they did nothing to the painting. They threw potatoes on a on glass <laughs> and, then, and then super glued their hands to the fucking wall. And they're like, hey, people are hungry and climate change is real. And it's like, again, the potatoes you threw on the painting could have fed somebody. So really, you're no better than the thing that you claim to hate. You claim to hate the waste and the excess and uh, paying $4 million for a painting is way too much money when people are starving. Well, uh, maybe throwing potatoes on a, at a painting when people are starving is not the best way to do Prove your point of the that you care about starving people. You know what I mean? These kids, they're just kids having fun. They don't know nothing about the world. You know, they... <laughs> I worked for Greenpeace. I know who these types of people are. Listen, they're good people. They mean well. Most of them come from very nice backgrounds and, you know, have lived very nice lives to the point where they... Uh, don't need to worry about themselves too much. And so they get to care about other people. They get to care about other injustices in the world because their lives are so good, you know? So they care about starving people by wasting food. You guys figure it out, you know? You guys figure it out. I remember working for Greenpeace. I may have told this before, but the whole big, their big project when I was doing, when I was fundraising for them, basically a glorified beggar is what I was. Uh, they took the money raised by their organization to have a giant banner printed of the president at the time, Mr. Barack Obama, uh, that said, that had his picture and it said, America elects leaders, not politicians. Giant, like 500 foot banner. And then they hired or they took some of their fucking Greenpeace people to mountain climb Mount Rushmore and they hung it over Mount Rushmore. That's what they did with the money to uh, to to change global warming, I guess. You know what I mean? They let some fucking... 
they let some mountain climbing hobbyists they basically funded a trip to Mount Rushmore for mountain climbers who worked for Greenpeace. It's a couple of people who always wanted to climb Mount Rushmore since they were children. You know what I mean? They finally found a way to get the money to do it. And that was by claiming that it was going to somehow change the climate. You go figure it out. It's all a scam, people. Keep your money. Get a solar panel. Give a sandwich to a guy. If uh, starving people are that bad, you can find one and give them a sandwich, you know. You also have to take into consideration a lot of people who are going hungry are drug addicts, too, on the street. So you got to figure out that kind of situation, the drug crisis, the mental health crisis, and then and then maybe you can tackle the food. Unless you're talking about people in third world countries who just are, uh, we just neglect them and don't give them the food, in which case that's a completely different story. But if you're worried about starving people, we got to really look at the people who are starving and why they're starving and is it a... Uh, I don't know, a globalist agenda to keep some people starving or a lot of people would rather have crack cocaine than a sandwich, you know what I mean? Because that happens too. Saw a fella in uh, in Seattle one time wandering around looking for money to get some food and uh, a couple other guys were like, hey, there's a, there's a shelter, two-minute walk from here. They got sandwiches. And the guy was like, ah, I don't want that. And it's like he just wanted money. To get some drugs, you know? So, there's a fine line between being someone who is starving and being a drug addict who likes gay sex. I'll let you figure out where that line is. (laughs) Let's get you the edible video clip of the week and get you on your way, people. Been a slow podcast today. Been chaos. You know what I mean? Hope we've had a little bit of fun. Hope you learned something today. Or hope we just enjoyed this time together. You know what I mean? It ain't a big deal. This podcast is about nothing. It's mostly just me rambling to you. But you guys already know that. I just appreciate you checking it out. And thanks for being here. Podcast. Our fucking podcast. Animal video clip of the week. Oh, man. This is another good one. Some ladies at some state park. And, uh... She's not really fucking with the bison, but listen, people, stay away from bison. Just stay away from shit that that you're not supposed to be next to, okay? Leave the shit alone. This lady is, I, I don't even know why she's by herself, but there's like three bison, and she's talking to them like they're her fucking friends. You know what I mean? She's having a nice chit-chat with them about, oh, I just want to walk past you guys and... Uh, I'd appreciate it if you just let me pass and I don't want to go through the bushes again because uh, the bushes are dry and they hurt. So I'm just trying to get past you guys. And then as she's walking by, she's like, oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for letting me pass. You guys are great. I just want to get past you. Thank you for not making me walk in the bush and letting me stay on the road. And then as soon as she's fucking done thanking him, one of the bison turns around and starts running at her, and all of a sudden that little soft, sweet voice becomes an oh shit, an oh god, no, you know, and uh, you know what that bison did that was so kind of that bison, he put he put her back in the bush where she should have been. <laughs> Fucking charged that broad and <laughs> smacked her back into the bush. I think that's all it was. I think he was like, hey, let me headbutt you once, knock you in this bush, and then we'll go on our way. It wasn't a good goring. You know what I mean? It wasn't a good, it wasn't no fatality going on in that one. But it's just, I don't understand why these people go to these national parks and just like, we live in a fantasy world where 
danger isn't real for some reason to people when there's nothing but danger out there. I don't know what fucking world we're living in TV and movies, people, where everyone's like, oh, you're supposed to be safe at all points in time. And maybe you are supposed to be safe, but we don't live in a supposed to be world, unfortunately. We live in a, in in reality where it is awfully dangerous at points in time, just because we don't think about it, because we live in our houses and we feel safe and this and that. But it's the fucking jungle out there with human beings and especially with wild animals, you know? So the, I love it's going to the national park. It was a few weeks ago we talked about it where that guy's there with his kid and he wants to get a picture of the bison. And the bison's like, hey, fuck you and your kid and your picture. I'm going to fuck everybody up if you don't leave me alone. It's great. They have the same kind. They have like national parks in like China, I believe it is, where it's similar to where you can drive through and look at the bison in like Yosemite or wherever the fuck. But instead of having bison, they have tigers and there's a video a while back where a dude gets out of his car to try and he wants to get a picture of a tiger. And what do you think happens to that guy? He ain't with us no more. Got latched up and fucking taken off into the jungle. It's just strange how people are insanely delusional to any sense of danger. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you shouldn't get attacked by a bison. But you know how you don't? You don't fuck with them. You leave them alone. You keep your distance. You know what I mean? Instead of walking next to him going, oh, you're my friend. You're my friend. And thank you for thank you for allowing me to share my day with you, my friend. And then you get fucked up for being stupid. How about that? This is why ladies can't walk alone at night. Not because it's completely dangerous, but because they're kind of stupid sometimes. <laughs> Obviously, guys getting latched up by tigers, it's the same thing. But you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You have this, live in this bubble where danger doesn't exist. And it's like, truly, danger is around every corner, especially when you're a little lady. That's why I think, it's. I don't understand why. If you have the ability to have a gun, I think you should, especially if you're a woman. You know, oh, I shouldn't have to carry a gun. You're right. You shouldn't have to. We should live in a world that is filled with gummy bears and rainbows and sunshine and pots of gold for everybody who opens their door that morning but unfortunately we don't unfortunately we live in a world where people are in fucking sane you know what i mean beasts human beings are fucking beasts so protect yourself that's all i'm trying to say you know and leave bison alone that's all hey Thanks for checking out the podcast this week, everybody. Hope we had a little bit of fun. I hope to see you in Panama City this weekend in case you live down there. You know, we'll be at Library on Beck. A couple of shows. Going to do maybe do some dirty jokes down there, the 28th and the 29th. Next week, the 4th and the 5th of November, I'll be at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio with Aaron Weber and Summit City Comedy that Sunday, the 6th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And got shows coming up all the way up until Thanksgiving. Go to JoeKellyComedy.com for all your comedy happenings and, and dates and everything all right listen thank you for being here thanks for checking the podcast do me a favor take care of yourself take care of somebody else and i'll catch you around real fucking soon later <laughs>